0: Welcome to season three of You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. So if you've ever wondered what the law of attraction really is, or what your chakras are, or maybe just what being alkaline means, then this podcast is for you. The universe led you here for a reason, and I'm thrilled you found it. I'm the host, well-being alchemist and energy healer, Michelle Schoenfeld, and today is going to be a really fun show of just kind of recapping some of the things we've done before and laying out what you can expect in the season to come, and also give you some easy tips and tools that you can do right now to kind of readjust and rebalance your energy. We're going to do a little bit of a tune-up today. So I'm also really excited to share that we are now being heard, this podcast is being listened to, in 63 countries around the world in just two short seasons. So I'm thrilled about that, and that just really goes to show how important well-being is. And again, the difference kind of between well-being and wellness is we're looking at everything. We're looking at your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, your physical well-being and your energy body—how we feel energetically. So we're gonna kind of cover just some things that you can do to kind of restabilize, reinvigorate yourself. Now that we are about eight months into um, this pandemic, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to address it or not in the podcast um, because I just wasn't sure if we wanted to put energy there. But the truth is, it's real. And we are all experiencing it in different ways. It is not novel anymore. It feels like Groundhog Day over and over and over sometimes now that we are, as I said, eight months into it. But we also are figuring there's a new normal. There's a new normal and we're trying to navigate it. We're trying to evolve. We're trying to figure out what it means moving into this last quarter of the year. So whether it's your local environment or the global environment, it affects us, whether we like it or not. Even for the best meditators out there and the best energy clears, it still is going to affect you. So today, I just wanted to um, go over some really simple things you can do, especially for those of you who don't do uh, meditation regularly or don't practice any kind of energetic clearing regularly. And even myself, teaching this around the world, I still slip. I still get into slumps and will spend sometimes two or three weeks where I'm not necessarily doing what I know (laughs) I should be doing to feel better. (laughs) So we're going to go over that. Now, before we go any further, let's just say, what are the three things that you can do every single day to just feel better? Well, the first one I love, and I've talked about it before, is a white light shower. And it's the same, basically, as the shower meditation. And I'm going to say it again, for those of you who have not heard it in previous podcasts. Basically, when you're in the shower in the morning, and it needs to be a day that you're washing your hair or at least don't mind getting it wet, you stand under the shower, close your eyes, and visualize the shower, all that beautiful water as white light just washing over your body, and as it does, it takes away all that negative energy that's stuck to you, all that debris, all that junk that's just kind of clogging up your mind and your heart and your thoughts. And it takes it all out of your body and washes it down the drain. So you can visualize this white water, this white light coming over you from the top of your head, washing down your body. And as it does, it just takes all that debris away with it and swirls down the drain, leaving you nice and white and light. And you just visualize your body is this beautiful white body, feeling nice and clean, feel your body actually rise up a little bit, just feeling less stressed and clean. So you can do that exact same shower meditation anytime you want by visualizing a white light shower. Again, just close your eyes. I've done this like in the bathroom behind the door in public. I've done this in a work situation, in an office, closing the door. Just close your eyes for a minute and visualize this beautiful white light raining down on you, showering you, completely covering you with this beautiful neutralizing light and taking away all the debris and just feeling nice and relaxed and clean. <laughs> so white light showers are awesome. I encourage you to try it. Another thing is gratitude. If you just start thinking of all the things you're grateful for, and it's kind of cliche. I mean, it's overused. I think people are always talking about attitude of gratitude, but it's true. If you just start thinking, especially if you're upset, and it's really hard to do it when you're upset because you know we can be snotty or spoiled or snarky and you know sometimes... energy is energy. It it attracts, like attracts, like. So if you're in a bad mood, sometimes you just attract more bad thoughts and you almost, you almost want to like wallow in these negative emotions sometimes. But the way to break that cycle is immediately switch your thought process. And maybe it's hard. Maybe you're having a hard time finding something to be grateful for or thankful for. Get up, get up, go wash your hands, feel the cold water on your hands, go for a walk, go up and down the stairs, do anything to just kind of move from your environment and make your mind switch its focus, then come back to gratitude. And it can be big things. You're grateful that you have a roof over your head, that you have money in the bank, that you have your health. It can be small things. You're grateful that it's not raining that day. You're grateful that, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be big. It can be anything. The more you start thinking of things that you're grateful for, for the sunny day, for your loving kitty cat, for really great friends for um, the fact that you're not sick, whatever it is, it'll start attracting other things that you can be grateful for. And then you can start focusing on things that maybe have a little more impact in your life, Um, where you live, how you were born, your family, whatever it is. We all have things that we're grateful for that sometimes we take for granted or overlook even when they're small, like finding the perfect avocado. (laughs) The other thing is, is to make a list of three things. So every day when you wake up, and this is great when um, you have a lot going on in your life or when you have nothing going on in your life. And I think that's something that a lot of us have had trouble with as well. So either you're so busy and you have all these extra forces because of what's going on in the world, or maybe you're not working or you're working from home and you don't have the same routine and you're feeling a little blase and that you don't have the focus or direction or structure that you're used to having. So, making a list of three things every day that need to get done or that you want to get done that you know you can accomplish. So, this is not your to do list of like 10 or 15 things you know, take out the trash, walk the dog, call back a friend, pay a bill. It's not that list. It's the list of three things that you know you can get done that need to get done that day. Even if you have 10 or 15, it doesn't matter. Separate list, only three things schedule the dentist appointment water your plants, work out, whatever it is, put three things down there. And then at the end of the day, make sure that you've crossed off all three of those things. And if you haven't, then do them. It doesn't matter if it's nine o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night. Obviously, you know, if you forgot to call the dentist, you probably can't do that. But a lot of the other things you'd be surprised you can get up and it will take very little time. Because a lot of the times the things we don't want to do don't really take a lot of time. They're just things that are annoying. So make sure when you go to bed at night, all three things are crossed off your list and it will give you a sense of accomplishment. It'll start making you feel good, feeling positive about yourself and about your effort. And you'll be surprised at how it'll change your mindset and how good it'll actually make you feel. It's like giving yourself a little pat on the back. And I do it every day, every single day. And when I forget, sometimes like a week will go by. I don't need to do that. I feel I start to notice my anxiety levels coming back and that lingering thoughts at night when you can't sleep of like, did I remember to do this? Or what am I forgetting? Well, if you're making this list every day of the three things and crossing it off, you'd be surprised at how much more peace of mind you have at night and how much more accomplished and productive you will feel. So those are three little tips every single day. Do your white light shower, either in the shower or not, but do it. To cleanse that energy that stuck to you, negative thoughts from yourself or energy from other people, from the news, from the media, from a roommate, whatever. We can't help it; it just sticks to us. So every single day, do that white light shower, get that energy off of you, start nice and clean and fresh. Show gratitude. Think of a couple of things, two, three, four things that you're just grateful for, either in your life or that happened that day, and then make your list. Write down your list of three things that you know you can be accomplish. And I promise you, this will start putting you in the right direction, in the right vibration. So another thing I wanted to mention is that a lot of times when we're feeling a little um, lost, and I'm only bringing that up in, as I said, we're now eight months right into COVID. And a lot of my clients and friends and myself included sometimes will have the very similar comment of just feeling like they don't really have direction or they're just not really sure what to do because what they want to do they can't or it's not available or the opportunity is is just not there anymore. But you still want to feel productive. You want to have structure. So my friend Nicole, and she was in one of the earlier podcasts, um, DJ Nicola, said the one thing that she does that always makes her feel better when she's feeling like that, a little lost, disoriented anxiety, is to volunteer. She'll go down to the local food bank or she'll go to a shelter or she'll donate some clothes or she'll do something like that to give back. And it always makes her feel better. Well, I'm here to tell you that now more than ever, our community needs us. Our community needs us. So I was gonna put a list of what you could do, but it's different in every state and it's different in every country of what is available right now because of the COVID restrictions. But here are some ideas of things that you can do to volunteer if you have a little extra time that will give back to your community and just make you feel good. It'll just raise your vibration and make you feel like there's some value in your life in an area that maybe you haven't for a while. One is you can call your local Council for the Blind. Every pretty much state or community or even country will have some kind of a center that deals with um, people who are blind. And why that's so important right now is because a lot of people who are blind are shut in and they're not able to get out because of COVID. They can't see to social distance. They can't necessarily see what they're touching. And the resources that are normally available to them are not. And a lot of times these are very highly functioning people who happen to be blind. Sometimes, of course, it's elderly or disabled people, but they need help. They need help reading their mail, maybe paying a bill, maybe dropping off groceries from the grocery store, small little things that would make such an impact on the quality of life for them. So I would say check the council of the blind in your area and see what's available to help out. There's also meals on wheels, um, maybe different names in different areas, but it's the idea of delivering food to shut-ins to elderly, to disabled people in wheelchairs. Again, people who are not able to get out right now because of the restrictions if you have a car or a bike or you live in an urban situation where you can help deliver meals, that is really incredibly helpful and makes a difference in people's lives. And uh, animal shelters. A lot of animal shelters are using, like initially in COVID, they're kind of empty, right? Everybody went and adopted animals, which was so great. They figure if they're going to be home, they want company. But now they're going back to not necessarily having enough resources. So maybe contact your local animal shelter and see, do they need extra towels and blankets for the beds? Do they need people to maybe come and walk dogs or to groom them? Or maybe you have um, you know, a, a rescue center in your area or a foster care system for animals or even a zoo. Just call. Think outside the box and see where you can volunteer that might help in a way that would mean something to you as well. I love animals, so for me, that definitely resonates. I love being around animals. And then, of course, there's always donation centers. And again, the rules have changed a lot right now, but there are places taking donations, and that helps as well. So just check your local community, see what's available, and you'll be surprised at how much better you will feel. These are just all things you can do. And this is a good time for me to bring up that I want to hear from you. So you, the listener... Tell me what kind of things are going on in your life. If you have any questions that you want answered, things to help you navigate your, your own energy and your own well-being and health and just to feel better, maybe you have something stuck that you can't quite shake. Um, maybe it's heartache. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's life purpose, job issues, love issues, diet issues um, as far as you know, being alkaline or being healthy. Whatever it may be, maybe a loved one is going through um, a hard time, whether it's cancer or a loss, I want to hear from you. I want to help you. I want to answer your questions. And trust me, if you have this question, there's going to be other people around the world that are going to want to hear the answer and are just too shy to call in or to email in, I should say. So please send me your questions. Send me your comments. You can find me at michelleschonfeld.com. You can find me on Instagram, and if you want to be on the show, I would also entertain having a phone conversation, so send me all your information. We can chat first on that, but either way, let's make this season really interactive. Let's tackle the issues that are going on in the world right now together and help raise the vibration for us all because we're in this together, right? We are in this together, and it's up to us to really share what's working for us And I love answering the questions. I love helping you all. But the best way for me to do that (laughs) is to know what issues are urgent for you now. So please send me your information. Um, And this is, I'm doing this in Washington, D.C., I should say. I did most of season one and two in either Washington, D.C. or Bodrum, Turkey, And Bodrum, Turkey is, I feel, the new well-being mecca of the world, especially when things open back up. I went there in February of 2020, this year, to teach a retreat and some meditation um, called Eat, Pray, Love at the Life Co. Well-Being Center, which is a fantastic well-being center and detox in Bodrum. Uh, They have several locations around the world, but that was the one I was working with. And I was there for just a couple of weeks, and boom, everything shut down, locked down. I got the email from the State Department saying I basically had about 36 hours to leave the country if I was going to or to shelter in place. And at the time, Turkey um, was not closed. They closed pretty early domestically, but my retreat was still on. And again, this was the beginning of March, um, and I was gonna be working there through the middle of April. So I chose to stay. I chose to stay in Bodrum. And I'm really glad I did. It was a fantastic experience to go through this really crazy time of lockdowns and social isolation in an area that not only did I not have any close friends or family, but I also don't speak the language fluently. And it really gave me an opportunity to do a lot of my own soul searching and a lot of my own healing and my own just kind of navigating What is going on with myself and with the world? And a lot of beautiful things came out of that, including most of season two. (laughs) So go back and please look at that. We covered chakras, self-love, yin yoga, the law of attraction. So many really, really great topics are in the library of You Lost Me at Namaste in season one and two. So please, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go back, look at those episodes, use it as your resource library to just kind of help you out. Um, I really, really love the chakra episodes they're just energy meridians. There's nothing, um, you know, people are like afraid to say like, well, what is a chakra exactly? It's a term that's thrown around a lot, but they're just energy meridians that run up and down your spine. There's some of the same meridians that are used in acupuncture and we know that works, right? Like even insurance, medical insurance will pay for acupuncture in some cases because it is now medically recognized as effective. Well, the same can be said your chakras. So learning how to kind of balance your chakras and open them up and keep them clear really can make a huge difference in how you view yourself, self-love, how you see the world, being able to speak your voice. Um, It helps release shame and get rid of stomach problems and headaches and sleep better. So many really wonderful things come from learning how to take care of your chakras. So go back and listen to that. That's in season one. And also in season two, I had some great stuff with the Life Co. in general. If you want to know more about detoxing your body from heavy metals and really cleaning it up, getting it nice and alkaline and healthy and fresh, or maybe about yin yoga, what exactly it is and how it helps your body. And one of my favorites I'm obsessed with is law of attraction. You know, the idea that um, energy is energy and energy attracts energy. So if you can get yourself in a positive mindset you're gonna start to attract more positive things in your life. It's just a fact, it's the law, it works. (laughs) And unfortunately, when we have negative thoughts, they attract more negative thoughts as well. Again, it happens, right? Maybe you go out to dinner with a group of friends and somebody starts complaining and next thing you know, everybody around the table is complaining and telling their horrible stories. Or you go somewhere and somebody just came back from a great trip or had a great meal and they're excited and they're bragging about it, but in a healthy way, talking about how wonderful it is then it makes you think of a wonderful story about when you went on a trip or you had a great meal, and then you share your good story. So law of attraction, we can learn to apply it to our life and really manifest some really beautiful things. There's no question I manifested this job in Turkey and my little Mediterranean Zen den (laughs) and beautiful people in my life. And at the same time, I've had some trouble in my life. And I probably manifested that as well by being stuck and focused in a low vibrating field. So the more we can do to just raise our vibration and feel better, the better our lives are. So go back, there's two episodes in the Law of Attraction. And also Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks is phenomenal. You can go to YouTube and write this down if you're interested in this kind of thing. Abraham Hicks, so much free content on YouTube, totally worth it. You can put anything you want in there. Put Abraham Hicks finding love or Law of Attraction Making more money. Whatever it is that you want to bring into your life happiness, love, money, abundance whatever it is, put that in the search on YouTube with either Law of Attraction or Abraham Hicks, and you'll be surprised at how many things pop up. Literally everything's been covered, I feel like. She is fantastic. Um, And another thing it will help you do is learn how to kind of release, and this is like a This is something I've definitely had to learn. And it's hard. Oh my gosh, it's hard, especially in Western cultures where everything is about the outcome, right? Going for the brass ring, getting the big house, having the good job, making all the money, having the perfect kids, whatever it is, looking beautiful on Instagram. Well, learning how to release the outcome, learning how to not worry about those things and be in the moment, like literally live in the moment, appreciate where you are, regardless of what's going on around you that is so important as well. Looking around, noticing the beautiful leaves blowing on the trees, looking around your apartment. Maybe you need to add a few houseplants. (laughs) Maybe you need to go for a walk, but being present, the more you can learn to be happy with where you are in your life, or at least just appreciate the moment and not worry so much about the outcome, but worry about how to feel good now, the better the outcome will be because again, if you're feeling good now, it's gonna attract more feel-good stuff. So learning how to kind of release the outcome, release those limiting beliefs about what you can achieve in your life through like radical acceptance, right? And just not putting a ceiling on your, um, on your goals. Like whatever you're thinking, I, I love the quote, whatever you're thinking, think bigger. Because it's true, a lot of times, the thing holding us back Is ourself. It's our limiting beliefs that we're not worthy, that we're not good enough. We don't have enough education or enough money or enough connections or networking or we live in the wrong place. I'm telling you, that's all crap. None of that is really relevant. You can always think of a way to do it. Start taking little tiny baby steps in the direction you want to go by how it makes you feel, and you'll be surprised at how quickly you will start to get your goals or start going towards your goals. And again, these are all little snippets of things I've discussed in full-blown podcasts in season one and two. There's podcasts on manifesting your dreams, finding love and abundance, um, full moon rituals, that's kind of fun, law of attraction, self, like I already said self-love, I believe, but just so many really great resources. So go through all that because those things are going to be really important to kind of tweaking where your vibration is now, bringing you back to balance, because everything in life is about balance, everything. And when we're feeling off, when we're feeling low energy or sad or maybe a little depression, even you know Michelle Obama was talking about having low-grade depression, it's because our balance is off and we need to bring ourselves back to balance. So how do you do that? Well, all the ways I just mentioned that I just touched on. So you can either go back and listen to some of my podcasts you can go on Mind Valley Academy, go on to YouTube. There's so many really great resources, Deepak Chopra, Gabby Bernstein, so many people are talking about this. I encourage you just get on Google. Google is your friend. <laughs> Put in exactly what you want and you'll be surprised at how many things will pop up and just go with what resonates. Read a few sentences if it resonates with you, then that is where you need to be. That is what you should be reading more about. Um, another thing that's really important to remind everybody is get up and move. Like we always talk about drinking water because that's important. You need to drink a lot more water than you realize probably, but get up and move, move your body. It's not just about looking good and keeping your muscles toned. Cause of course we all feel better when we fit into our jeans, right? We all feel better when we don't feel so fluffy, but It's more than that. It's about clearing your mind, which just happens naturally when you exercise, whether it's a walk or an intensive bike ride, it doesn't matter, it's just anything. But you wanna oxygenate your blood. You need to oxygenate your blood. I'm gonna say it one more time, oxygenate your blood. It will make you feel so much better. And the only way to do that is to get up and move. So if you can go for a walk, go for a run, go for a bike ride, Put on a yoga class, get on your Peloton, whatever it is, that is fantastic. And if you can't, if you can't get outside and you don't have any resources available to you, again, get on the computer, start doing squats, go up and down a flight of stairs, get creative. Don't make an excuse, just get creative. There are so many ways that you can move. My mom, who is blind and 70 years old, does yoga for an hour and a half every single morning in her little apartment. And I'm telling you, she says it's the most important thing she does for her mental health. And sometimes I get jealous that she's so dedicated, but she said she can't afford not to be. And I love that. Um, you can also go on to Wanderlust, Tiny Buddha, The Daily Ohm. There's so many really great websites out there that you can explore to just kind of help you. Because I think, you know, initially in COVID, we were inundated with so many uh Of course, podcasts, (laughs) but also workout videos, Instagram posts, Facebook blogs about what to do. And then it just kind of, there was so much content out there, we were over it. And then thankfully summer was wonderful. We could be outside more. But now we're heading into fall and it's getting old, right? It's getting really old. And we're not seeing a lot of relief um, from restrictions, unfortunately. And we don't know what to expect. So instead of worrying or stressing about it, The best thing we can do is just be present in the moment and do what we can to take care of our body, to take care of our well-being, to take care of our emotional, mental, and energy state, because that really is the most important thing that will get us through fall and through winter, regardless of who wins the election, regardless of what's going on with COVID. If you can keep your body and your energy in a nice, balanced place, then you will be able to deal with whatever comes to you from the environment or from the media, or from the world. And through that, being in balance also is loving yourself, right? Self-love. The more you can focus on self-love and remind yourself that you're supposed to love yourself, you're supposed to put attention to loving yourself, it's important. You are worthy. You were born for a reason. Cherish yourself. The more you can do that, the more you can really feel that self-love and stop with the judgment and stop with... You know, tearing yourself down about what you don't look like or what you're not doing right, get rid of all that. Bring yourself back to love and appreciation. You'll just start to feel happier as well. I can tell you sometimes, like the best thing to do is stay off of social media and stop obsessing in the mirror, but really, social media. I'm not saying anything new here. This is something we all know, but I'm just saying it as a reminder. <laughs> You know, But again, when you're in a happy, healthy place, when you're in balance, it doesn't matter. You can handle anything. But when you're not in balance, that's when those little things creep into the cracks and push them open bigger and bigger, and then more negativity soaks in. So we want to get all that negativity out, do our white light shower, show gratitude, do our list of three, clear it out, show ourselves some self-love, come back to balance, because it is wonderful. We are in a wonderful time in the world there are so many things to be grateful for. There are so many wonderful things about what we can do about our rights, about the environment. And sometimes we get bogged down with all the negativity. But when you start looking at all the wonderful things, the wonderful time periods that we live in, then you realize, okay, yes, we have some work to do, but there's a lot to be grateful for. So, Anyway, I hope you're liking this. This is a little unusual show for me. It's a little less structured, but I just kind of wanted to touch base and tell you what's going on with me and just some things you can do, what you can do, go back to season two and one and um, do a little recap for yourself, a little touch up, I should say, and what to expect coming up. We're going to do a show on Kundalini. I'm really excited to bring in a guest who has been teaching Kundalini for many years, does retreats around the world. She's fantastic. She's fantastic. We're going to talk about divine feminine energy and kundalini awakenings and just what all the hubbub is. I'm going to do a show on Tantra as well, and we'll touch on Tantric sex. We'll touch on Tantra and energy-wise, and we're also going to talk about collagen and diets and things that you can do to keep your body nice and strong and functioning well, um, whether you're a vegetarian, whether you're a vegan, a flexitarian, wherever you fall on the spectrum, there's always things we can do to help improve. So again, I want to hear from you, so please don't forget to send me your emails, drop me a DM, ask me a question, and if you like this show, please share it with your friends, write me a review, pass it along. The more goodness we can share with the world, the better, and the more that you participate in the show, the better it will be. It will, I'm just telling you, it will be amazing (laughs) to have your input. So send me your question. And that is a wrap for uh, today, for this first kind of uh, loosey-goosey episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Again, next week will be a little more structured. I will be talking about Tantra. And I was planning on doing a live show in San Antonio, Texas in November that has been postponed, but I'm hoping to do it in December still. So if you would like to be part of that show, it's going to be in San Antonio, Texas, please send me an email or an Instagram DM so I can put you on the list and update you when I have an exact date, time and topic. So that's it. Uh, Until next time, know that you are worthy. You were born for a reason. I love you. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. And until next time, namaste